Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's uh, Tales of Lady Witchbeard, our Tales of Lady Witchbeard. It's a serial story. But all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do tonight, I'm sitting in a uh, little bit of a... You you might be hearing some background noise. That's a little bit of wind. A little bit of breeze. A little, you know, in the background. As I record on location here. At the uh, undisclosed... uh, You can hear the beautiful sound of the breeze in the trees. The wind in the trees. You may be able to hear some night insects. I'm mostly protected from the night insects, and, and uh, but I'm uh, I'm in a tent-like screen 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 structure. Uh, I mean, the moths are in here with me. I see plenty of moths, not too many though. But uh, but anyway, all you need to do, uh, locations aside, is uh, turn out the lights, get in bed, and press play. I'm gonna do the rest. I think that's what I was saying. And what I'm going to do is reach across this deep, dark, breezy night. Uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place using lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, exposition, world building, uh, pontificate, you know, low-grade pontification. I've got a mean case of low-grade pontification here on the show. Uh, No pontiffs. I mean, there may, maybe there will be. I don't think there will be any pontiffs. But, you know, pontification, I don't know if those two things are related. It sounds like it, though. But what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing through your brain, like this breeze racing through the trees around me. That uh, is somewhat comforting. Uh, like this breeze might be a pleasant distraction. A lot of times your thoughts are not, they say, you know, at bedtime, they they start uh, uh, jockeying for your attention. You're saying, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, listen to me. Or, hey, we got to do this. Why didn't you think, you you haven't thought about this all day. It's time to think about it now that you're about to go to sleep. Hey, have I taught, you know, it's been a while since we've talked about your breath. You know, we should probably... You know, think you know, thoughts that are of things that are totally, you know, that since a, you say, well, geez, I'm trying, you know, ideally, I, I mean, my breath would be better, I feeling if I slept better, because then I'd be remember to brush my teeth before I left the house. So, you know, could we, hey guys, everybody in my head, brain bots, as I like to call them, maybe breeze bots. The breeze bots would be the, the positive brain bot. They say, well, yeah. We're just a breeze sweeping it. Maybe that's what the Zen masters would say. You know, they change their brain bots into breeze bots. Oh boy, it just gave somebody wants to come over the competing podcast. I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, we're the breeze bot podcast. We turned brain bots into breeze bots. This is Max here on the breeze bot podcast. Yeah, friends, welcome. We're talking about all those little friends in our head. Previously by that man whose podcast I put out of business. 
Scooter was his name. So filled with angst. We hope the universe finds Scooter well right now. But we're here, changing your brain bots into breeze bots, and all you gotta do is let them go. Just let them go, those thoughts. Don't pester me. Breeze, breeze away. But see, for a lot of us, sorry to interrupt you, Max. Reality check. Yeah, Max is a nice-hearted guy, but probably at peace. Probably, you know, probably capable of tantric sex and love. And probably, you know, probably a six-figure earner, so he's got a lot that I don't have. But, you know, I say, Max, geez, I've tried, I, I've tried those things. I said, geez, I've tried, and I find my brain as, as cynical and wily as if the uh, wily coyote and the uh, what was he chasing around? Me, me, the thing Roadrunner he was chasing around. If they, you know, made peace and made a child, that would be the thoughts in my head at bedtime. There is why, or maybe they're just like a Roadrunner, but with a wily, wily, wily Roadrunner, minus the idiocy. So a little bit, you know, 1% of the coyote, the, the part that's a troublemaker, and the rest like a roadrunner buzzing around, me, 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 right before I sleep, 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 me, me, and then saying, hey, let's do some crafty stuff tomorrow. Uh, so is, is there a point in here? Is there a point in here? The point is, if if your brain does any stuff like that, or your body does that, or your feelings do that, or, you know, you start, we've talked about this a lot, you know, you drop into some philosophical zone or uh, what's it? It's a, it's a more, another word for, uh, what's it? It's, it's, it's theology, theological, or just general thought experiments, intellectualizing. Can, don't try, and again, this is another one, don't contextualize things at bedtime. Because they said, well, maybe, maybe you should put them in context if that's what, but sometimes contextualizing sounds complicated to me. But they say, well, geez, if you're going to just put it in context, be like, you know what, let's deal with this tomorrow. Maybe you should have listen to Max's podcast, the Breeze, Breeze podcast or whatever he's calling it. Right, 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 Scooter. Well, it's Max. I, he definitely, probably, anyway, so... If your brain does any of that stuff, what I'm going to try to do and what I'm trying to do even now with my pointless metaphor meanders, that's patented, Max, so don't try to steal that, but uh, is just take your mind off stuff. They say you can't think of two things at once. Even if they say that and they're wrong, you say, well, you probably can't think of three things at once. So, you know, number one thing, think about sex with somebody, you know, ma- you know preferably imaginary you know, maybe or listen, listen to me too, or one, and uh, and then then there won't be room for three. All the other, you know, with the wily uh, road runners in your brain, the breeze bots, the brain bots. Uh, even thinking about what well, I'd like to be on Team Max, I'd like to be a Zen master to turn my thoughts into breezes. That is love. Now the breeze just settled down out here. With all the, they said we better quiet it down here. Max is coming, and we don't want him to do any. You know, he, we don't want him to give us the old lotus. And especially when he sits like that, we can see up his shorts, and it's love. Uh, we don't, you know, oof. 
That's what the breeze says about Max. You know, we might accidentally fly up Max's shorts. So they say quiet down so Max doesn't detect us with his uh, his uh, third eye. And you can put, fit, fit any joke in there you wish, any joke you wish there. And see how quiet the breeze is getting. And in some sense, this sets up the perfect metaphor. Because even when the breeze quiets down, you say, well, Jesus, there's those insect noises or... or or is that the sound of stars twinkling? You know, because we associate the two things so closely, or I do. But either way, you know, there's levels of noise in our brain. And I, I guess I just would like to put in my uh, application to be the main noise. Or, yeah, like I said, if you have some, you know, uh, I don't know what the right word is for... Uh, but you say, you know, I'd like to be one of the noises in your brain, one that takes your mind off the other stuff. You say, well, you don't got to take him seriously. Clearly, first time listening to this podcast, I already know this guy is, uh, you know, nice enough, but I don't have, you know, he's not going to be winning. Is it, Do they come out with the premium MacArthur grants, premium MacArthur grants? He might win one of those, the premium ones. Uh, so that's it. I don't know if that made any sense. You know, I got a breeze around me. I have a case of breeze brain, as a matter of fact. It's like a brain freeze caused by the breeze. So take that, Max. I just stole your idea and reformulated it into my own podcast. Like I said, I'm a pod- we're a podcast. I'm a podcaster uh, to put you to sleep. I do it with lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Long-winded metaphors, uh, references to obscure Zen figures, so a lot of silliness. You say, "Well, geez, it's a a different kind of silliness because it's not a hilarious. It's you know maybe best case guffaw, but more of a you know geez, he's going into the freemium joke well again. He said, you know, more like a freemium guffaw, like a guffaw light version." And I'd say, well, yeah, you get, you go for a light guffaw is perfect for bedtime. You know, chamomile tea, a light guffaw before or after your tea is fully into your stomach. You know, you don't want to be guffawing when it's in that uh, your umglot or whatever, whatever the hell that thing is that hangs down there. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. What I want to do is put you to sleep. If you, if you, maybe you're asleep already. If not, I'm going to talk about Lady Witchbeard. I'm going to recap the last episode. Antonio Banderas is going to pop in, set, you know, do the intro. And then we'll do the show. So I'm glad you're here. And I hope I desire, I wish, I hope, you know, I help you fall asleep tonight. And thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. Hey, everybody. Sorry I missed the uh, thank yous in the housekeeping uh, Tuesday night, but we're back Thursday. And this will probably be the last, well, I should be, by the time, I should be returning to California soon. Uh, by the time you hear this, I will be almost back. But housekeeping, we're on the web, com. You can find older episodes there up to episode number one. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can find, you know, show notes and other information and stuff. Uh, what, do, what do you call it? Um, you can also email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Another great place to get me is Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. 
Sleep with me podcasts are great places to communicate uh, uh, with me, or I try to share uh, bloopers and uh, retweet and uh, sleep-related articles and stuff like that. Uh, we got our sleep show test going with Bob. I wish I knew that phone number. I might look it up before, you know, pause it and look it up. But if you want to call in, uh, you know, the topic this week is uh, doctor's appointments, making doctor's appointments, or, you know, insurance. If you know uh, any uh, main places in any your country uh, where people that don't have insurance can find it, you know, so you just go to this website or this office, uh, give us a call at that number. Uh, you can find it at... Uh, I don't know where we find it on the website, but it'll be in the show notes. It's uh, something for Sleepy, but I'll look. I'll try to look it up. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast. He does our music. Scotty and Jennifer do our artwork. We have a Facebook group over there at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. That's our Facebook group where you can share or, you know, ideas or talk. You know, just make friends would be the thing. Uh, or, you know, maybe make uh, acquaintances that are having trouble sleeping. Uh, let me pause it. I'm going to, you know, dig in. But I, I want to start the thank yous and find out that phone numbers. I'll be, uh, we'll, I'll be right back. But for you, I won't, I'll never go. I'm never going to do, 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 do. Da, 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 da. Maybe I won't. Maybe, da, da, da. maybe I'll just sing an interlude while I do, 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 do. Gonna look this stuff up. If I can get an internet connection. No, 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 no. Unmerch you. I don't know why I sang. Oh, because we were talking about Rick rolling. Because I guess uh, someone was saying there's a cool Rick roll that happened. Live you up, never gonna run. So I just rickrolled you all, unintentionally though. I just start. I guess I rick my my subconscious rickrolled me, which is like rickrolling is like ten years old. And I you guys can Google it. It's not that important to know. Okay, on sleep shows show notes, it doesn't have the phone number. Oh boy, just got bit by a mosquito. This is live podcast and on location here. Lake Ontario, one of the Great Lakes. So I may have to pause it. Do 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 da 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 da. I'm gonna look up. Okay, three one eight four seven five three three seven nine. There's three one eight four sleepy. If you wanna call in and talk about any of that stuff at our voicemail line, uh, I want to thank uh, Patty J. For her comments on the website, and she shared a picture of, uh, you know, Bob at the ready. I don't know how she caught Bob in action, but he's at his big board. I will try to tweet that out or something. But thank you so much, Patty, for sharing that. Uh, over on iTunes, if you want to review or subscribe to the podcast, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. And, you know, or if you use you don't use a, 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 a Apple device, you can just... Uh, you know, subscribe and whatever podcatcher you say brings the podcast straight to you. You know, sub- subscribing to it, then you've got to think about downloading or whatever. When it comes out, it'll be there. But uh, iTunes reviews help, uh, you know, people say, Jesus, this podcast worth my time or not? And we got a couple people, Laura B to the S to the R. 
Listens to the podcast every night. Helps shut off Laura's racing mind. Meandering, you know, steers scooters. Meandering, rambling, oddly echoes uh, uh, Laura's meandering thoughts. But instead of listening to theirs, they listen to mine. So thank you for your review. And then we have uh, Gator Girl 1010. You know, 1010 Winds used to be the news station in New York City. Or was it the sports station? I guess it was 1010 Winds. But this is Gator Girl 1010. I don't know if you're uh, at the Gainesville campus of Florida State. No, the University of Florida. Uh, but that, you know, that was where my mind So if you are, let me know. Because uh, that would be just cool. Because I was on that campus uh, six or eight months ago. But anyway, Gator Girl's hooked. And I uh, can't say enough good things. Wow, whatever magic formula scooters get works like magic. You fall asleep before a story. Stressful job, anxious, anxious, anxious person. Of course, your mind's going to bother you at night. But I get you through it. That's so nice to say. Uh, dry sense of humor, engaging gadgets to keep you entertaining, and laughs out loud and then fall asleep. And that's what I love to hear. Then this one, oh boy, this is some, I feel like this might be someone I know, but I don't think it is. I feel like it's just someone that listens to podcasts, not another mass hole. And I don't know, you know, those of you guys that don't live in the, well, anyway, we don't have to talk about the history of mass holes. But anybody, they say, geez, I'm not another mass hole. They just happen to be in the Massachusetts. And I'm not against Massachusetts. And and at sleep time, I'm not even against mass holes, but this is not another mass hole. It's the only, again, this is like the, uh, uh, what do you call that, apex of reviewing. The only review I'll probably ever write. And it deserves all praise. I mean, that's kind of all you got to say. It's so nice. Perfect companion for anyone who has heartwarming. And they recommend it. So thank you, non-mass hole. And then how about this for irony? Uh, the next one is by the Prospector in New York City. And I think it, when I lived in New York, maybe in the, in upstate New York, I knew about mass holes. But it was when I lived in New York City that I was became, you know, was taught about mass holes. But this is from the Prospector, uh, New York's NYC. They say, what a snooze fest, Z Z Z Z Z. So thank you, Prospector. Thank you, non-mass hole. Thank you, Gator Girl. Thank you, Laura BSR. Uh, over on Facebook, I want to thank Victoria, who mentioned the podcast, uh, Stephen B., who may, maybe checked out the podcast because of that. I want to thank Julie F., uh, Laura B., uh, Dave, our buddy David P., Brandon C., Julie C., or Brandon G., I'm sorry, Brand, Brandon, Brandon G., Julie C., uh, Joanne B., Bonnie W., Faye, Miriam F., uh, Bernadette J., everyone that commented on that picture I put up of me and the uh, uh, the Brony, thank you very much. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, but everybody that commented on that picture of me and the Brony. And that's it, and everybody out there that hasn't heard back from me for some reason or not, I'm out, you know, I'm out of town. Uh, but I appreciate everything, and I you know, appreciate so much I'm here doing a show, not only... For you guys, but for because I love, love doing it, and uh, yeah, you can probably still you're starting to get used to hearing the waves and the wind and stuff, and soon it'll be here. We here with some bugs and stuff, but all right, let's get on to the show. What do you say? 
Alright, so we're back with another episode of Lady Witchbeard. Last week when we left off, the last week's episode was pretty straightforward. I was uh, scheduled to either, well, originally I thought it was like to do some sort of dueling with a god, one of the gods, or a demigod, some sort of uh, god-related dude in this case, because he was... uh, a hairy chest. He wore. He was like seven, eight feet tall. Like I said, he looked like one of those Christmas uh, Dickensian gods, the one with the torch and the hair chest, chest hair. And I don't know if that guy. I didn't cover this the last two episodes. Did he? Does he wear? Well, I guess he wore like a holly thing around his head. I was gonna. Want, I said, to, you know, this is silly, but I wondered if for real, if he was wearing a headband. They said Dickens is always ahead of the curve, you know, child labor. Well, he did it before he wrote about it. And then headbands and, you know, Chester's probably coming back at some point. Maybe you say, you know, some 70s stuff maybe coming back. But this this guy, he brought he was bringing it back. I mean, this was another dimension we were in or a, a parallel exist. I don't know. I guess it wasn't a dimension, you know, parallel, whatever, you know, Einstein and those guys say, parallel existence, I would say, transverse universe, and I can see you with the alternative universe. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that and run with it. Uh, What do you raise in the 90s? You big into alternative universes, alternative rock? Okay, I got you. Um... So where am I at here? Uh, so basically I was scheduled to do some, I thought I was going to duel this guy, but ended up he had four little quests or tests for me. And believe it or not, I beat them all, or Germ did, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm Germ, unfortunately, but, uh, uh, we, 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 we took him on. It was, uh, the tests. Uh, let me see if I can remember. First one. First test, there was no name signing. I don't know. The second test had to do with like being able to live in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride forever, with open bar, buffet, uh, possible you know uh, interplay with the characters. They would turn to real, so they could satisfy friendship, uh, you know, companionship needs. Maybe you could sneak into the rest of Disneyland or Disney World or whatever. So that was test two, and I, I did not. You know, I said, well, you know, I'm here to help. I, I just get the sense that there was, you know, it was one of those, you know, genie-type wishes. Test one, still can't remember. Oh, test one was the guy was so grouchy, and I think he wanted me to lose my cool. But then I just gave him coffee. He made his bed. And that, so that was test one, test two, Pirates of the Caribbean. Test three, lost related. So I'm not going to talk about that, but I passed that. I may have passed it by failing it, but, um, but I passed it. And, uh, cause he didn't anticipate how deep my, you know, deep my problems go. And then test four was that like that I was uniquely suited to save these people by myself, like a uh, uh, that I guess Luke Skywalker was always part of a team, so he knew better. But I don't always know better, you know. I'm not as uh, 
I don't have my Obi-Wan. I don't even have a, a C-3PO to irritate me. Or an R2. Well, I guess Barky, the old god in the new, he's a little bit like my R2. Except he's never around. And he doesn't, you know, so doesn't laugh at my jokes and say, but do poop or whatever R2 does. But anyway, like when Leia said, you're my only hope. Um, uh, for a split second, I bought into that, but then I realized, oh, I have all these wonderful, and they, they helped me. We took the God's coat, and then the guy, the guy said, hey, I'll give you a wish. And I said, let me think about it. You know, for a second, I did think making out with Lady Witch, but I said, no, silly. And I said, I didn't say that. I didn't say I wish. And he said, you thought it. And I said, come on now. But anyway, then I said, to, when we last left off, I had to, sat down with Lady Witch. We were talking about the difference between quests and missions. And, and she was kind of being evasive. And that is it's now time. And would you believe I'm here in this breezy evening in, you know, on the edge of, you know, the state of New York, more or less. And uh, here, here, it's time for another tale of Lady Witchbeard. <laughs> that sounded Scottish. It's time for another <laughs> tale of Lady Witchbeard. The tale of Lady Witchbeard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was pretty good, Antonio. Can you do one more take just in case? The tale of Lady Witchbeard. Har, har, har. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant, Antonio. Thank you. All right, so when we last left off, I was trying to deal. I was like, Lady Witchbeard, are you on a mission or a quest? And she said, what do you mean, Jeremy? I said, you know what I mean. And I had waited her out to try to see if she would, because I had this sense uh, that she was being guided by more than just this quest of general quest, anti-Cortez quest I thought we were on. And I said, Lee, I said, Lee, which was a big difference between a mission and a quest. And she said, I don't know. And he said, you're a pirate. You're all, the pirates are all about quests, Lady Wishbeard. Come on, give me a break. And she said, you're talking semantics, germ. And I said, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, Lee, which were, first of all, you know, it's like, I, I said, I think we use this logic already, but uh, it's like a mission, a quest could become a mission, like, and I said, we won't even get into adventures. But a quest can become a mission, but a mission cannot become a quest. So that's A. And she said, tell me more about these quests. And I said, I said, okay, just just do it. You know, you're trying to, you know, let's, uh, I said, make things better or whatever mantra I was going with that second to try. And I said, Lee, which were like a, a quest as you know, as a pirate, is like a, it's kind of like a vague, like semi-specific adventure. It's got a slim possibility of success, but there's no burden of failure. Are you with me so far? And she nodded, like a slightest nod, like barely detectable. And I said, it's like, uh, you see this big ass, like, volcano temple, and then the people are like, oh, there's a huge cave below, the Volcano Temple Cave. And they said, remember the quest, Lady Witchbeard, and the quest of the Volcano Temple Cave? 
No, she, she, even if a, I think a fly did land on her cheek and she still didn't move. And I said, these pirates were around there and they said, what's in that, vo you know, what's with that volcano temple? And they said, well, it's full of gold. And he said, I, I said, some pirate witch woman said, well, let's go quest it. Let's go. I don't know if you used quest. Okay, you got me. But he said, hey, let's go get that gold shit in that volcano temple cave. And then you get in there and you run into some people. And they say, oh, no, it's not gold. It's a solid gold green-eyed baboon of power. It's eyes, emerald eyes of power. And by the way, we also had, took your ship. So if you don't get us the green-eyed baboon of power, we'll take your ship. You'll sink your ship. And, you know, seal you in the Volcano Temple Cave forever. Now you're on a mission, Lady Witchbeard. Do you, do, you, do you understand the difference? It's not semantics. And she said, Germ, how did you know of the Monkey of Power? The Green Monkey of Power. And I said, you told me the story of a quest. And I said, but I noticed that it became a mission. And I said, but then your mission could become a... They said, your mission, the only way a mission ends is if you succeed or fail. So if you failed, I know you, she, she gave me this, I said, let's say you just, let's just say you failed to get the, uh, a baboon of emerald eyes of power and you lost your ship. Then you'd be in a new quest. Your mission would be failed. Your, your ship's lost, whatever else. And now you're on a quest to find a new ship. Then you're on a quest to find stuff for your ship. Then you're on a quest to get, well, food, maybe. They said food and water, it probably would be a mission because you say we need some food. But I said if it's like a snack, then it's a quest. Like you say, well, that would taste good. Let's go find some, you know, let's go pillage us some marshmallows. That's more questing. Questing for snacks and treats. Missions for staples. And I said, you see what I mean? So it's a one-way a thing, but I got a feeling we haven't been on quest here at all, have we? I, I said, Lady Wishberry, you with me? I said, I thought we were on a quest to get Cortez out of some vague vengeance or righteousness. And I said, but I said, or, or, I said again, I will ask you, are we on a mission or a quest? Uh, and then Lady Witchbeard said, Germ, I'm sorry, you're right. And I said, well, thank you. She said, I, she, she said, sit down. And I said, Lee, we let's just do this. I said, he said, so you're on a mission. She said, yes. And I said, well, gee, I already figured that out. So thank you for making me talk about quite. And she said, she said, I found that quite charming germ. It was, you know, and I said, well, I detected I almost had you laughing, but uh, too, too much truth in there, huh? And I said, well, what is your mission? And then she told me that we'll probably, maybe we could get into it, but because it, it was really long, a lot of explanation. But basically, she's on the, she's on the, she was on the secret mission to save magic. 
Let me see. Not shave magic. I don't know if you... Shave magic. Shaving magic. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's not even talk about that because that could be so wrong in so many ways. But save magic was her mission. And uh, and she she said, uh, let me see if I can remember because there's a lot of other stuff that's happened, you know, that I've had to remember. But basically, she's on a secret mission. Every, you know, I said, would you like one of those pilots you need me to do? You know, I'm on a secret mission. I need you to kiss me. And she said, why would I see it? And I said, it's a joke, Lady Witchbeard. And she said, this is no time for joking, germ. And I said, well, it's a time for you delaying tactics. And she, But anyway, she said, they, she, long ago... Uh, I think, let's see, long ago, there was real magic in the world. And she was like, you know, the wizards you read about and, uh, you know, sorcerers, sorceresses, warlocks, witches. And I said, like, you know, the cool stuff? And she said, yeah, the cool stuff long ago in your world and, and many others like it. There was magic free, freely flowing throughout the universe. And she said, how many witches did you, do, do you know, Germ? And I said, just you, Lady Witchbeard. And she said, before, the, and I said, zero. You know, you know that, you know, that's why. She said, oh, you just like me because I'm, and I said, no, no, no. There's so much to like about you, Lady Witchbeard. Not just that you're a witch. But I said, uh, yeah, you're the only, and she said, and, and witches, you know, my generation of witches, she said, you know, we use a lot of earth magic, germ, and potions. But she said there was a time before that when there, there was enough magic, and, you know, a lot of stuff. But, you know, training. Well, you know, anybody that's read a book, you say, well, okay, I'm familiar with the idea. Harry Potter would be in a reimagining of all of that. But I don't know how the magic was handled in that sense. But that, just like... Most of the lore, magic was a free-flowing energy that could be harnessed, you know, with enough expertise. Probably, when I see a question here, I forgot to lady ask lady, which could it be mechanically harnessed? Uh, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, alert. You know, but she said at one point, you know, whatever, the modern-day witches, the last of the witches, as she, she called it, a council you know, the witch, witches ended up being the only ones left, and people were, have always been out to get witches because they got everybody else. You know, the witches were extracting the last bits of magic, you know, stuck into the silicon, you know, ground into the earth, you know, unraveling the last, you know, whatever, remnants of, of, of magical energy. You know, my, and I said, do you think there's any magic mines? And she said... We've we've searched high and low, Germ. We haven't found any. But she said, we, we found these locations across the world. Uh, you know, she said it's complicated stuff, but she says, you know what a vortices is or an energy source. Or I said, like a new age, a place the new age people go with, with crystals. And she said, yeah, a place of healing or great power. She said, we've always tried to figure out, you know, if that was related to the loss of magic. And we we're, and basically they were all sent on assignments at different times in history. 
different places to find out what was the keystone in the loss of magic. And she said she was assigned to this Cortez in this, you know, this whole, this whole nonsense that we find ourselves in the middle of right now. And she said, uh, she said, uh, and she said, my job was to stop Cortez, you know, in case she said, I, I know he must have had some effect. And she goes, now that I'm here, I'm positive of it. But she goes, until that cauldron appeared, I had no idea how much. And I said, she said, I said, well, was there a message in the cauldron from your, your coven? coven? And she said, council of witches, germ. Coven's something different. And I said, okay, council of witches, wise, council of wizened witches. And she said, no time. And I said, okay, no time for jokes, Lady Witchbeard. But she said, uh, you know, that uh, all the other missions had failed and that, you know, there was something. But she said it wasn't from them. She said it was from whoever wants Cortez to make it to the Palace of the Sun. But she said, this is it. This is the keystone in the unraveling of magic and in all the world's germ. And she said, she said, a few, you know, the, maybe I think, again, I said, I, I started drifting off because there was like a, a couple birds. And I said, are those parrots? And I said, Jesus, what would it be? What would it be? Oh. I mean, this is what I started thinking. I know it was the wrong time to get distracted. Or I said, are those those other things that people that have said so there's like parakeets, there's parrots, macaws. That was it. And uh, toucans. I said, man, I've always loved to, I'd love to see a blue. I said, I don't know what those are, but, 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 but I think uh, I would love to see a toucan. But even more, I'd like to see those blue, par- I guess they're parrots maybe, flying around, blue and red guys. And uh, I said, Jesus, that's a, that's a, and I, and I, you know when you're trying to pay attention to someone, and you say, well, geez, if they're too, I said, I think she got, the point is we got to stop Cortez. I got the important stuff. And in hearing a, you know, set of instructions, I wasn't told. But then you said, well, is that blah, blah, germ, bison. And they all were saying, well, council, which is, is all rests on us. And so then I said, okay, fo- refocus back in Lady Witchbeard. And I said, okay, so it's still our quest. My quest has become your mission. My quest, our quest was never a quest, but for me it was a quest, and now it's a mission. Stop Cortez. And I said, Lee, wish we, I got a lot of theories about that. That's how I horned in on the fact you were up to, you know. And she said, I'm curious about that germ. And I said, well, we got to get to the Palace of the Sun stat. Or the, t- he said, it's this pyramid, you know, with the pyramid noise that we, we had become adjusted to it, but it was still making that noise. Every time a stone was set in this pyramid, you know, miles away, hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe, maybe tens, probably hundreds, it would make this massive thundering, scraping noise. We had kind of learned to ignore it, obviously, we adjusted, but, uh, and Lady Witchery said, Jeremy, you're my most trusted advisor. And I said, well, that's that's way too, fo-. I thought we were, free. you know, I said, that's pretty formal, Lady Witchbeard. And also I thought I was in charge, you know, I hurt you. And he said, okay, transfer of heroism, I understand. It's your mission, I'm your, 
And I said, I'm willing to help. I'm here to help you, Lady Witch Spirit. I don't want to see magic go. And plus, I had gotten some... And I said, can I undo the, uh, uh, whatever, the DVD cover, you know, the changes? And she said, yes. She said, the good news is germ, the future. And I said, you have some other way of monitoring? And she said, possibly germ. And I said, okay, Lady Witch Spirit. I said, I I have the makings of a plan. Uh, to get us there. I said, but then we got to figure out what the hell to do. Because I said, that temp- the pyramid has got something to do with it. This Montezuma or Montezuma or whatever, this guy in charge in Cortez and the history that I kind of remember all have something to do with it. And now I said, and I said, and we've got these gods I mean, I just battled that God, Lady Witchbeard. You, you, you did say nice job, but I said I battled with a God, you know, past four tests. I said I got this technicolored, multicolored dream coat, coat, power coat, pow, pow, power coat, pow, pow, power coat. So I have that. I have one wish. I said I got a plan, Lady Witchbeard. We get to the palace in the sun. We'll beat Cortez. I've got, a, I've got a plan for that. But we can't leave these people alone. I'm going to leave Bach in charge to lead the people to meet us there. You know, these are great people. Maybe they can help us talk to this cat. But, uh, you know, we we got to keep them safe. I don't, you know. And she said, I respect that germ. And she said, you're, you're growing. She said, probably in the wrong direction for our mission. But I'll accept it. And she said, I may be able to. And I said, well, not as pawns. And she said, in saving the world, because without this magic germ, the future isn't. And I said, okay, okay. Everybody's mission's the most important. I get it. I get it. And I said, I said, but I, I, got, I got a feeling. Uh, and then Marina, and right as I was about to say her name, and I said, oh, Marina. And I did the old, where you bare half your teeth and you give someone a look. I gave that look to Lady Witchbeard. Oh, Marina. Like, I was just about to talk to her about her behind her back. And so Marina came in. And it was a little bit awkward. You know, I said, hey, Marina, could you, could we, could we chat with you for a minute or two? And she said, sure, Germ. And it was something about when she'd say your name, even when in my case that it wasn't my actual name. No, no, there's those people that I, I guess this is a form of charisma, or I don't know if it's beauty, but when they say your name, you kind of get a tingle. And I'm not, t- I'm talking about a different kind of tingle. Like a tingle in a, you say, oh, jeez, that felt pretty good. And you're almost like, jeez, I started wondering, oh, jeez, am I going to be motivated? And I said, well, let me just get it out of the way again, I, and I say, hey, sorry, Marina. Would you? Could you? Could we talk? Could we talk with you for a minute? And she said, Yeah, no problem, germ. And I said, And then I got it. You know, that time there was. I said, Man, Marina's the best. That's what I was thinking to myself. I said, Geez, Marina's just the best. I mean, we're so lucky to have her. I don't really know anything about her or what motivate. And I, and I said, Well, Marina. He said, Lady Witchbeard, do you, and she said, go ahead, Germ. And then and I said, well, I got another more bassy tingle from Lady, 
I had a germ focus. That's what I say. I say, okay. And I said, I thought we weren't going to call ourselves germ. Germ. Oh, this is narration. I said, this must be how Ishmael felt. And maybe that's why they changed it, you know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I said, uh, listen, Marina. And I said, Lady Witchbeard, you just chime in, you know, whenever you want. And she didn't, she didn't say, sure, germ. But, you know, I, I was honestly doing. But I said, Marina, um, a lot of stuff's going on, huh? And she said, she kind of gave me a pleasant look. And like, go ahead, keep going. And I said, so this guy, I said, uh, you know, I know we don't, we don't really have time for me to figure all of it out because we, you know, I don't know how long I was in high school for. It felt like, and I said, I didn't get it then. But I said, so Cortez comes around. You, you get hooked up with Cortez somehow. You guys seem to get along pretty good, right? And she said, yeah, Germ, like gold. And I said, like gold. And I, I said, I paused for a second. And I said, a twinge of jealousy. But I said, well, she didn't say his name, so that's always nice. But I said, listen, Marina, so, you know, I said, you're magical. Lady Witchbeard's magical, right? And uh, I said, I'm not calling you. I said, you know, Lady Witchbeard, they call her a witch. That's why she's a lady. Never mind. That's too much to, to go over, too. I said, but, you know, there's that pyramid noise. You know, before we got here, before Cortez got here, did you guys ever any weird pyramid noises like that? And she said, there's strange things. Germ, we're at war with the gods from time to time. You know, uh, she said, but no, 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 no noises like that. And I said, okay, yeah. And I said, uh, you know, in that, you know, I said, some stuff's going on here. We can agree to that, right? She said, Germ, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, and I said, I know, I know. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get an idea of, uh, Hey, listen, Marina, I have a couple of theories. Well, they're more uh, something not quite a theory, because the theory is something, they said, said, we already did a bunch of stuff on uh, missions and quests. And she said, I know, Germ, I was listening. I said, was I right or right? And she said, you sounded pretty sharp, Germ. I said, is this sun shining on me or what? Oh. I said, it's not quite a theory, because, I, but I said, I get an idea that Cortez is heading into this temple, this pyramid thing, and that bad things are going to happen. And I, I said, I don't know. I think there was some sort of, you know, in the history I know, I said, is it Montezuma? Is it okay for me to call him Montezuma? And she just kind of gave me a slightest nod. And I said, man, she, her skin. But anyway, okay, focus. And I started to wonder, was I in the tech? Because I said, here I am alone with two of the most, for me, it was like I was alone with two supermodels. Now, some people might say you were alone with a witch and an indigenous witch person, you know, person uh, who, you know, some people may say was a traitor, whatever. I said, for me. I felt like I was there with, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, like uh, uh, Helena, you know, like uh, President Gooseberry in her college years, 
and who is it? Uh, Constantinople, Helena Constantinopolovra, the uh, famous uh, made-up tennis player I made up once. But I said, Marina, I, I get a feeling we can't, we can't let something's happening here. What it is is definitely not exactly clear. But 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 there's trouble, right? Right here, well, not here, but in the capital city area type area. And I said, we can't, I said, and she said, I know, Germ. And she said, but there's been trouble with, you know, all along with the gods. And I said, yeah, but I said, would you? And I said, but what if, I said, what exactly do you want? What, 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 because we need your help. And she said, what is it I can do? I said, well, help us. I said, let's just try to keep Cortez. I said, he's going to try to knock that pyramid down. I'd rather not have it finished, though. The pyramid's got something to do with it. I said, do you got any answers? And she said, no more than you, Germ. And I said, the way you said that made it sound like you you should have more. Like, like having less than the Germ is like less than zero. And then she giggled, one of those attempted to stifle, oh man, it was so charming. And even Lady Witchbeard was kind of enjoying it. And I said, man, I'm really, but I said, this is what I'm working with here. And in some reason, everybody's looking at me like I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I don't, but I said, okay, so we need your help to try to prevent whatever is about. And she said, well, what do you think is going to happen, Germ? And Lady Wishbeard stood up. She said, the end of magic as we know it. And much, much worse, Marina. And I said, so we could probably use your help as like a third set of hands and, and brains. And maybe you could talk to Cortez. Or I said, but what is it you want? What, like, uh, one thing I know is, uh, you know, and I don't mean in a selfish, you know, I said, geez, Marina, what could we do for you? You know, what what is it you want? Maybe our interests can align. I think that's what they say. And I, and then I say, unfortunately, I looked at her eyes and I said, and she said, "Germ, uh, this is what I want." And she she grabbed up a stick and she drew, started drawing something in the uh, the dirt on the floor of the tent we were in. And I said, hmm. I said, "Well, Marina's." They said, maybe she's an impressionist. They said, she spent too much time. I said, wait, that hasn't been invented yet, I don't think. Or maybe, and they said, well, maybe she's got it. Maybe she's, you know, ahead of her time. And I said, I said, I think we could, I think I could provide that for you, Lady Witchbeard. And she looked at me, she said, really? And she said, because I'm not finished. And I said, oh, okay, because she said, she raised her hand. And then she kept drawing. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, I'm sure people do it on YouTube, where you see it, where they start drawing something, and you're like, well, I have no, like, that are actually good artists or good drawers. But they say, you know, they put lines. I think even Bob Ross used to say, what the hell was he doing, another gray mass again? And then 10 minutes later, it'd be a mountain. You know, Purple Mountain Majesty. I think that was this uh, Purple Mountain Majesty number 41. Here on the Bob Ross Show. Look at that little mountain poo. I don't know. I, I didn't watch a lot of Bob Ross. Like I said, I had another guy, Imagination Station. I was more into that. 
Uh, but I think that guy was, you know, convicted and no, I don't know, really. I'm just kidding. I know nothing about it. Never. They always mean to Google it, and I think I do, and then I get distracted because it wasn't on. Any, it was like, well, dude, like this is like, a, now I'm way up, but it was like, Imagination Station only played from this year to this year and only in the city limits of Philadelphia. And I said, well, geez, I couldn't have possibly have seen it, but I know I did. Anyway, so her thing starts coming together. And I say, I understand. And Lady Wishford says, she understands. And I say, I say, we can help you. I think we can help you. I, I said, am I, and she said, yes, Germ. And I said, okay. Okay, we can help. And I said, all right, so you're going to help us. And she said, yeah, we get, let's get to the palace in the sun. And she said, we need to get there. And I said, okay, we fast. And she said, as fast as possible. And I said, what's your magic? And she said, no, we're in the, she said, there's something going on with the magic. Hasn't Lady Witchbeard told you since we discharged? And Lady Witchbeard said, and she shook it. And I said, you guys are out of magic, huh? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, we have the coat of many colors, though. The coat of dr- dr- dream coat, color, color, color coat. The color coat, I like to call it now. Uh, you know, as of today, you know, fair usage terms of other kinds of coats. But this is the color coat of colors, uh, kind of, until, you know, for now. And I said, I said, uh, you know, Marina, you don't know how to operate this, do you? And she said, no, Germ. And I said, I said, oh, is that a word? She said, Germ, are you singing? And I said, I could keep singing if you, if you keep saying my name. And then Lady Witchbeard, she kind of, uh, she kind of flicked my ear, more or less. She did flick my ear. And I said, okay, sorry. I said, uh, can we use this coat to get there? And she said, I don't know, Jeremy. Why don't you talk to the demigod? And I said, well, he's going to be leading the people, and I'll have them meet us at the uh, palace in the sun. But, uh, uh, but, 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 and I said, oh, wait, I, I have. I said, okay. Yeah, why don't we try the coat tomorrow? He said, we better get some rest. It's getting late. And, uh, you know, I think I want to go to bed right now so I can see what I dream about, about, about whom, what, you know, maybe I'll have some sort of visions, vision quest, vision, quest, vision, quest, love, visions, not, not of quest, love, but a vision quest of love, vision quest of love, and then at that point, Lady Wishbeard and Marina, they're kind of over it. And I said, okay, in the morning, Germ. And I said, who said that? Vision quest of love. And then I got in bed and, and I had a dream a dream about a talking hippopotamus. I said, uh, I think he was just doing, He was. we were just singing the Muppet Show. Oh no! Wait, I was in his mouth playing his uh, teeth, his drums. Uh, and I said, "Man, when was it? When's the next Muppet?" I didn't see the open auditions. I know the new Muppet show's coming out. 
but there weren't open auditions. And I think that might have been part of the dream, and then someone said, you're not a Muppet germ. And that was the lady which were trying to wake me up. And I said, it's time to put on makeup, it's time to light the lights. But you didn't, and the lady was, germ, germ, wake up. Muppet show tonight, bop, bop, bop. And I said, I don't even know if they're going to keep that. They better keep that song. And she said, Jeremy, what do you, she said, Marina's gone. And I said, gone away? And she said, yes. And I said, and I said, how, and she said, she took your coat, your color, your coat of colors. And I said, can you, can you, can you get it? And she said, back and them already left. And, uh. I said, well, that, I said, any note? And she said, no. And I said, you sure? She just didn't go for a And she said, germ, she's gone to Cortez to tell him every, you know, didn't, don't you notice the, and I said, oh, the drawing had to do with Cortez. Oof, okay, that's embarrassing. Anyway, uh. Okay, well, so she she headed to Cortez. She'll tell him. So they said, well, still playing then. We better get to the... They said, that was a bit of a distraction anyway, Lady Witchbeard. You're the only distraction for me. And, lady, you know, she, and then she said, well, how... And I said, Lady Witchbeard, my thievery comes... Full. I said, we'll just take... A, what do you say we take a couple of brooms? I said, and she said, we'll have to make a lot of stops, German. We'll have to work on your flying. And I said, you're going to give me flying? She said, give me the broom dust. And I said, is by returning it, and I already apologized. I, I said, I would have to acquire the broom dust I used to save us all, by the way. Uh, but I said, uh, does that make things? And she said, no. She said, we, this should have already been dealt with. All we would have been done. would have. And I said, oh, yeah, I forgot I lost Cortez, too. That was kind of my fault, huh? By saving innocent people, by, you know. And she said, you know how many innocent people? And I said, oh, boy. And he said, I'm not here way lives, Lady Witchbeard, because mine. And I said, so what's, what's the word? We're going to hop on the... And she said, yeah, go find us two, uh, two sticks. Or and I said, well, the guys are going with the cannons. And I said, well, yeah, I'll find us a couple of sticks. And she said, what, don't grab it. And I said, don't worry, Lady Witchbeard. And I said, we got some, I said, are you all right with the, something out of the, you know, burned on one end? Those would be pretty sweet, like uh, fire log, broom, sticks. And she said, Jerm, get some. And I said, okay. But then I found some uh, tent, pole, tent pole type things that were left behind. I said, well, I should probably like those better. And I said, maybe they'll fly good because they were pretty straight and they had been hacked and kind of, you know, and they were somewhat ship-like because they had, like, sharpened on one end. I said, and I should tell you, brought them. And I said, these are aerodynamics. Aer I said, Lady Witch, would you, which is ever looking at aerodynamics? Because I see a lot of your brooms are, like, twisty and stuff. And I said, you guys have, I said, you guys get, every, what is that thing called? You get it in one of those uh, streamlining cages or whatever. You know, you, I said, and she said, let's go, Germ. We've got a long journey ahead of us. And she said, we're going to have to do a lot of stopping. And so then, boom, it was like, uh, I felt, I, I did feel a bit like Harry. I mean, I guess I'm more of a Ron Weasley than a Harry Potter. 
but I felt a bit like uh, Harry Potter. Or, or, or and I said, "Well, Ron Weasley didn't marry Hermione, so I think, pretty sure he did. Surprising, uh, but not surprising, you know." Uh, so we came, we, Lady Witchery was in charge of the room, does she would sprinkle it? She had a little thing she said, like, uh, uh, I don't know what it was, because it was, uh, it was like, I'm riding, a, I'm going to be riding a, a stick. I mean, essentially we were stick riding, but broom, what do you call it? Riding a broom, right? And I don't know, like, like I, I read the first two or three Harry Potter books, and I'm not pro-potter, anti-potter. I think anything that encourages reading, and especially reading of a dedication level, of uh, is great. It's just with uh, those thick books, and I'm a slow reader. So I only read the first three books, I believe. And my retention of it, so I don't remember a lot of the rules of broom writing from Harry Potter, but my subconscious may be. But I, I, I said, but Lady Witchbeard, she got right to it, you know, because we were, she said, I, I said, well, geez, I'm, I'm glad I got my own broom. And she said, it's more efficient that way, germ. And she taught me kind of the basics. She said, it's kind of like a bike. And I said, well, geez, she said, you know, on a bike, you look and think where you want to go when the bike goes. And she said, same with a broom, except you're in the air. And, you know, she said, you know, you know, keep your core tight. And I said, lady, which I said, and she said, yes. Uh, she said, one summer I was a broom riding instructor. And I said, well, you're a damn good one. And I said, do, 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 no noodle arms? And she said, no noodle arms, germ. Same as riding a bike. And I said, wow. But so we took off and it was basically common sense. I think this is probably Potter. I don't know if this, but like lean back, broom goes, you know, look up. Think up, broom goes up. Now, we didn't get into advanced stuff like straight up. Like, this was more airplane and lean forward. You know, broom goes up, but barely. She's like, just, you know, just just a little bit. So, a little bit of fits and starts, you know, going to the side. But there's also, I guess, magical properties of broom that keep in the in then. But what, 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 I mean, I was already thrilled, but then we, we were just doing it slowly. But she said, we got to get up above the trees, Sherm. And I said, Lady Witch, and she said, I said, you're brilliant. And she said, no, 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 no. She said, it'll be way So we were flying along the freaking treetops uh, across uh, beautiful, undeveloped country. Every, oh, so beautiful. But like, uh, and I said, is, these, is this a rainforest canopy? And she said, it looks, certainly looks like a germ. And she said, but what, what, just because I'm green, what do you think I'm a plant? And I said, Late, no, I was just asking. But we would, because we had to do so much broom dust recharging. I just can't just throw broom dust in the air. You know, you don't want to, it's valuable stuff. Uh, even more valuable than I assumed when I stole it. But so we would, as we got low, we would land on the freaking treetops like we were birds. And now we still had some support from the broom or stick in our case, as it was losing power. But we'd be—I'd be standing on a tree branch, like bobbing on a tree branch, bobbing on the stick, looking out. Every once in a while, we'd just drink water, have a little snack, 
it was, oh my goodness, it was, it was a fen- beyond phenomenal. It was, and I said, man, I said, I don't think we could get liability insurance for this, and I don't think I would, and I said, I guess you'd have to steal, and I said, we probably have to save magic. And they said, which whatever magicpreneurs or whatever they call them, like people trying to get rich off, and she, you know, people trying to get rich off. And she said, of course, Germ. And she said, that's why you know, the count, you know, the council of magic would be deal with those. And I said, why? Why don't we have a council of uh, selling stuff to take those guys? And I said, would you take them out? And she said, sometimes. And I said, I love witch. I love witchcraft. I'm bewitched by it, Lady Witchbeard. And she said, Jerm, we don't have time for your silliness. And I said, but you, 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 I said, I wish I knew the, Lady Witchbeard, I tell, and she said, Jerm, I don't have time for you to tell me about bewitched and I dream of Jeannie again and have you get the two mixed up again. And I said, Lady Witchbeard, do you know if I ever told you if one of them was ever on Gilligan's, we talked about Gilligan's Island yet? And she just, and I said, oh, Lady Witch, I said, you're the best. And she said, do you want to go fast? And I said, as fast as Ricky Bobby does, Lady Witchbeard, I want to go fast. And she put a little extra juice on my, and we, we, we went fast, above, skimming above the treetops. And I think there was a rainforest canopy. I could just sense the life up there. And I could see, and I saw... I said, I thought it was a toucan. It was far off. So I saw a lot of birds far off. And I said, I think that's a toucan. And Lady Witchbeard would laugh. And I said, she'd probably because there's no toucans in this general area. But I did see some beautiful things. And then I was thinking to myself, well, I'm in a, you know, a a universe bending off of the one I was originally existing in. But still, I could probably see this was still pretty, hold pretty true to the physics, and as I said, I could probably see, I'm probably seeing some extincted stuff, but I said, too bad, and he said, this whole, I said, well, it was weird, and she said, don't apologize, Jerm, we're, we're going, for, and I said, wee, and we were, fly- oh, man, it was great, and then we stopped a bunch, and, and uh, at some point, it got tiring, I don't know, I mean, a whole nine, and I said, you know, my, my ass, it zone, you know, we had basically had a stick wedgie or stick wedged, and uh, and, and, and I said, Lee, wish we had any uh, broom, you know, br- br- below the broom dust. And she said, she said, she she said, uh, you know, and she showed me she had, uh, uh, you know, a nice little uh, pillow going, and I, I said, oh man. And I said, I'm going to be walking. I'm going to have problems. I said, oh, man. And she said, don't worry, Jeremy. She she said, uh, she said you'll heal fast. And I said, yeah, it's worth it. I said, this is And so when we kept going, at some point, we you know, we, we could still hear the pyramid every couple hours. And at some point, we sighted it. And she said, what's the plan, Jerm? And I said, let's go in for a landing and so we went in for a landing, and uh, we landed at the base. Now, I didn't see, what was weird was I didn't see anybody. Uh, now, we'd seen it pretty far off, 
but we landed. I was expecting. I said two people flying in. You know, maybe was a, maybe they didn't see us. And he said, and then I said, I was thinking, you know, this is sometimes I just, I said, Lee, which were you guys ever use like sky camouflage? Like, uh, are all witches, I said, don't answer this, but are all witches green? Are there any blue witches? And I said, a blue witch could fly naked or just a cloud colored pair of underwear or something. And I said, they could be like, uh, and she started laughing at that. I said, oh, but I wasn't kidding. I said, uh. And she said, blue witch. And I said, yeah, undercover witch. Or over, I guess it would be overcover witch. I said, uh, lady witch drone. La- lady drone, la- drone, drone lady beard, dra- lady drone beard. And and she didn't get, obviously, drone references. I haven't been barely even, drone comedy is just, uh, you know, burgeoning industry that I'm hoping to get into. Did you hear about the one about the tricopter? <laughs> one, you know, one blade short of a something about a showboom. Yeah, drone, drone comedy tour. Uh, but so we landed at the base of the pyramid. Back to the story at hand. Uh, comedy tester. Yeah, but Lady Whisperer was still getting a kick out. And I said, I, it's hard when you're funny and you're just trying to get a question answered. That you think would make, I mean, and I said, geez, and then I, I, and I did unfortunately say this, but I said, what about a naked Smurf, which Lady Smurf, and she said, Jerem, do you still have a thing for Smurfette? And I said, Lee, which was, that was not a thing I had for Smurfette at that time. There was, you know, a lot of pop culture when me and Lady Witchbeard were getting to know each other, our friendship. You know, back at her cottage back in the day. Uh, and then I thought about Smurfette. For, but I said, well, I'm not really. Smurfette was like. Uh, but I said, a nude Smurf is like a blue. blue. And I said, isn't a Smurf. A, they said, Gargamel was. Was he a fallen wizard? He was a broken wizard, right? Or. And Lady Witchbeard was pointing, and I said, yeah, it's weird, it's so quiet. I guess maybe I'm talking so much because I'm a little nervous. And she said, well, what's next, Jeremy? And I said, well, let's walk, let's find the entrance to this uh, pyramid. And, geez, if, uh, you know, I, again, my limitation, my sometimes my imagination with naked blue, blue witches and smurfs is overactive. And sometimes it fails to grasp the uh, scale of things. Because we're at the base of this freaking pyramid. It's huge. And, I mean, it was huge. We could see it far away. I thought maybe that was some sort of magic uh, perspective thing, like forced perspective like Walt Disney used to do. And then part of me was like, well, you know, it's big. But we're at the base of this thing. And it's huge. And we landed at the middle of the base of one side of it. And Lady Witchbeard said, well, which way do we go? I said, well, let's go straight ahead. I said, uh, and just to walk to the freaking corner took forever. And it was so, it was every single, it was a fresh pyramid. And I've never been to a pyramid before. And those of you that had, you should feel pretty special. Any, you know, pyramid, pier, I mean, you know, uh, constructed pyramid. Uh, but this one was fresh, so it wasn't like, uh, like it was very symmetrical, uh, very clean lines, uh, 
and very big, so it was like hard to even take in because we were right by the base. And we're walking, 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 walking. And I mean, I don't even know what we're talking, but enough to be a pain in the ass. I don't know, five football fields, three miles, a half mile, I don't know. But then we get to the end, and, you know, you can't see around the corner, so then we take a right, and you can barely even see to the other end of it. And I say, geez, I think I see something on the right up there. Uh, and Lady Wish was like, should we go back? I said, well, no. So we walk, oh, so we're just walking. Every break is the exact same. And I was even saying, oh, boy, was this, uh, like the Khaleesi and Jorah, I said, I want to get in this circle. But I said, I was trying to look at the rocks. And then I said, well, we got our, and I looked behind us and we did, we were leaving a, a, a path. So I said, okay, well, no. And then we got to the thing I thought I saw, but it was just a trick of the sun. So nothing on that side of the pyramid except for walking. Turn again. Nothing. Oh, Walking forever and ever and ever, ever and ever and ever. So, so, so. And again, we, we stopped a couple times. You know, you got to stay hydrated on quests or adventures. Uh, you know, stay hydrated, you know, basic rule. Even which, you know, witches got to be hydrated too. I think that was a song. I don't know if the littlest witch, I think Tim Curry... They might have been on the extras, on the DVD extras. Witches need water, too. Witches need water. Witches need air. Niche, witches. I think I just said niches. Witches need sleep and underwear, but oh, witches need something. I think there's love in there. But they just need water, too. Those are his sweet, dulcet tones of Tim Curry that I was just doing a tribute to. They can't, you know, do that justice. But uh, uh, Frank F. Furter, uh, Mr. Body. Was he Mr. Body in Clue? I don't think he actually was. Maybe he was Mr. Body. Uh, but, you know, the great Tim Curry. Uh, what was my point? Oh, we have some water. More walking. And then finally we get to the end of that side, and the lady was the last side germ, and they say, no. And then, of course, it's just been the wrong, bad luck, because they see this thing jutting out. And I say, well, there you go, lady, which we that's the jutting out thing. And then we, it, but then it was half the freaking pyramid to get there. Still nothing. And then it's like down there, like it's an opening, and it's like going into, it's like a ramp going downward. And I said, geez, that looks far. And then the lady which was like, well, what do you... And I said, well, let's go. And we go all the way down, 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 down. And then we start to lose what light. Uh, now, at some point, I had, uh, I'm, I was, I've always been obsessed with uh, torches, you know, in Indiana Jones movies. I think Raiders probably did it for me. And so at some point with the indigenous people and the Spanish dudes... And this may be, you know, historical significance, but we had a little, uh, you know, torch building exercises because I, you know, because I was like, geez, you know, how do you guys do it? 
Because I really, and I, I actually would jog around the camp sometimes at night with a torch. And you know, do doom do doom do doom doom. So my pack had some torches. And they had taught me to use, a, you know, flint or whatever the hell. I don't even know. Flight fire. Flint box or whatever. I don't know. The old flint box. But so I light up a torch and we keep going down, keep going down. And then finally it levels off, but it's still slow walking. I say, uh, is it, and I said, Lady Witchbeard, they said, wait a second, isn't it, uh, pyramids are normally a tomb? And she says, do you think we're about to be entombed, germ? And, I, and then I could have sworn I heard a sound of scraping. Again, from too many times watching the old Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I said, and we started running up this ramp. And uh, Lady Witchbeard had held on to her uh, stick, so she put some broom dust on it. She shot by me and shot out of the entrance. And then I had to run all the way up this ramp. And uh, But again, I realized that it wasn't. Uh, and I said, geez, if I had some broom dust, I could ride a, a, a torch. And I said, I'll have to remember that because that would be sweet riding around. And I said, it could be dangerous. For the old backside and underside, undercarriage. Uh, but I said, well, a ride, torch rider. Uh, I said, hey, you know. Uh, but uh, I got to the entrance of the, back to the entrance of the pyramid. And by the time we got there, and I caught up with which she was standing there, and there was uh, about 150 people standing there uh, looking at us, waiting for us surrounding us and that's probably a good a place as any to stop for tonight so uh that's it for tonight's episode of uh tales of lady 